The following program is presented by the HTM Podcast Network. Today's episode of Tables, Others and Chairs is brought to you by our sponsors, Faces Wrestling. Head over to FacesWrestling.com for money off heavy metal wrestling merch. Use the code OTHERS, that's A-T-H-E-R-S, to get 20% off all Jimmy Havoc, B Priestley and Travis Banks merch. Once again, that's Faces Wrestling. Welcome to another episode of Tables, Anders and Chairs here on the HTM Podcast Network. As always, I'm your host, Anders, and I'm coming to you live from the mean streets of Blackpool, England. On today's show, we're going to give you the rundown on a very busy weekend of British wrestling. Uh, quite a few shows, uh, of which we'll be focusing on four. Uh, Fight Club Pro Show, which happened on Friday night in Wolverhampton. Uh, Sendai Girls, Japanese promotion. Uh, they ran a show in Manchester on Saturday. And uh, Tidal Championship Wrestling in Leeds. And Progress Wrestling coming from the Electric Ballroom in Camden Town in that there London on Sunday. Uh, so plenty to sink our teeth into. Lots of storylines progressing. Uh, lots of title changes too. Uh, we're going to start at Fight Club Pro. Uh, that was on Friday night in Wolverhampton. A uh, show that I was in uh, attendance at. Uh, it opened with Fight Club Pro Champion Mark Davis uh, taking on Shihiro, Shigahiro Irie. Uh, that match was won by Mark Davis. Uh, Battle of the Hosses here, two big lads. Uh, really did go to town on each other. And uh, Mark Davis winning with a huge pile driver. Uh, next up, two guys that are finding the feet in Fight Club Pro. Uh, Gabriel Kidd. Who uh, is actually, in fact, on his way to the uh, New Japan Dojo in LA soon. And uh, he took on Connor Mills. Uh, Gabriel Kidd coming out victorious here with a big lariat. Gabriel Kidd wants to keep an eye on. Uh, very much a heel in the uh, Stan Hansen JBL mode. Uh, next up, ELP. He, uh, he's back from New Japan. Uh, he got a hero's welcome. Uh, Fight Club Pro was his uh, home promotion when he was over here in the UK. And uh, he cut one hell of a heel promo. Uh, he was slagging off Wolverhampton, saying it was the worst place that he ever lived in. Uh, slagging off the training. Uh, saying Martin Zaki, all he did was teach how to do a headlock for an hour and a half while Travis Banks... Well, in fact, I'm not even going to go there with what he said about Travis Banks. Uh, it was pretty stiff stuff. Uh, he ratted on England as a whole, saying uh, that it was the EU that wanted to kick England out of Europe, not the other way round. Um, yeah, just uh, generally uh, trying to get a lot of heat. Uh, Travis Banks came out. It looked like we were going to have a one-on-one match. 
But then a, an array of characters came down to the ring, making it a seven-person multi-man match. Uh, Jody Threat, a female wrestler from Canada, who's uh, currently touring the UK. Uh, Omari, who's a uh, home-based promotion, is Fight Club Pro. Uh, Lucky Kid, a member of the heel stable Schadenfreude. Uh, winner of this year's WXW 16 Carrot Gold Tournament. Uh, Ricky Shane Page, no stranger to those of you in America. And uh, Cara Noir, who is a, a very fast rising up and comer here in the UK. He's got a fantastic gimmick, uh, very theatrical. If you've seen the film Black Swan, his uh, attire very similar to that. Uh, Ricky Shane Page. Coming out, all right, victorious, uh, hitting a load of WWE signature moves on ELP to finish the match. Uh, he hit a pedigree, uh, I think he hit a tombstone and a choke slam. So, uh, yeah, a little bit of a comeuppance there for ELP. Uh, as he was leaving, he uh, did a big, massive loogie on the Fight Club Pro logo. Which uh, was a nice side note about ELP. I don't know if you've seen it on my Twitter. I got a photo with the guy at the merch desk. Uh, I met ELP before he made his debut in Fight Club Pro. I was just saying uh, how great it was that a young, unassuming, shy guy from Canada who I met at that after party has gone on to be a big star in New Japan. Uh, took a photo, posted that with him. And uh, ELP was nice enough to reply. Uh, his reply being along the lines of, I remember sitting on that couch thinking, wow, this little dude with the micro penis talks a lot. Yeah. Uh, cheers for that, ELP. And, uh, yeah, good good luck again in New Japan. Uh, next up, we had uh, some Sendai girls who were over for the weekend. Uh, they were doing a show... In Manchester the next day, which sadly I wasn't at, but uh, we'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, it was now apologise if I uh, butcher these names. Chihiro Hashimoto and you uh, teaming up with the Medusa Complex, which is tag team champions of Sendai Girls, Millie McKenzie and Charlie Evans. And uh, they took on the team of the Anti-Fun Police, which is uh, Chief Damien Dunn, Los Federales Santos Jr., Lee Obstruction. Uh, unfortunately, James Obstruction was injured, so they had uh, Martina the Session Moth uh, dressed in construction gear, which was all very weird but quite funny. Uh, great uh, eight-man tag action, uh, as you can tell, really frenetic, all over the place. Uh, the team at the end of Hashimoto and you and the Medusa Complex coming out on top. And uh, there was a little bit of a face-off between the four uh, as Medusa Complex were putting their tag team titles on the line against Hashimoto and you the next day in Manchester. We had a short interval, then after that we had Dan Maloney taking on the Irish Ace, Jordan Devlin. Uh, Dan Maloney, ever since he's been released by NXT UK, he's had a file it under him. He's uh, been absolutely sensational. Uh, this match, no different. 
Jordan Devlin, for me, is one of the best in Europe at the minute. And uh, today uh, proved it again. Uh, absolutely fantastic match between Dan Maloney, Jordan Devlin. Maloney coming out on top with the uh, driller pile driver. Dan Maloney, he's uh, getting a lot of momentum behind him in Fight Club Pro. And I can see them building up to a title match between him and Mark Davis. The main event saw the Fight Club Pro Tag Team Championships on the line as the team of Schadenfreude, the defending champions of Chris Brooks and the Aussie Arrow Kyle Fletcher took on Dash Shikoka and Mako Satamora, the great Mako Satamora. Uh, you might remember her from the May Young Classic. Um, regardless of gender, for me, one of the best wrestlers in the world. Um, I know that Intergender matches aren't for everybody, but this was one of the matches where you really, you know, you, you didn't even notice that it was two different genders. It was just four wrestlers taking on each other in a blood and guts encounter. Uh, unfortunately, for uh, Dash and Mako, uh, the numbers game with Schadenfreude, uh, Lucky Kid, and uh, Kid Lycos coming into play, and uh, the tag team championships were retained. Uh, afterwards, a few people came down to the ring to try and stop uh, a group attack. Uh, unfortunately, this did not go too well. Uh, out came Martin Zaki, co-owner of Fight Club Pro. Uh, he was uh, subsequently attacked. Uh, ended up getting uh, the old Abdullah the Butcher treatment with a uh, fork. And uh, he bled like a stuck pig. It was... a uh, Quite the image. Um, uh, Dan Maloney came down, though, to the rescue. And uh, this has set up a Death House match. Uh, if you don't know what Death House is, once a year at their Project Mayhem event, uh, they have a big old death match in a ring surrounded by light tubes, uh, carpet gripper rods, uh, thumbtacks, uh Big old scaffolding, which somebody usually ends up going off and falling through glass tables. Uh, all very violent stuff. They only do it once a year. But uh, it is quite the spectacle if you are into that type of thing. So, yeah, that was uh, day one. Fight Club Pro. Uh, really good show. Really enjoyable. Lots of storylines developed, which took us nicely on to the Saturday in Manchester and the Sendai Girls show. Unfortunately, it was an event that I wasn't able to attend. Uh, I had plenty of friends that were there, though, so I've been given the uh, full rundown of all the action that happened. Uh, kicking off with a fatal four-way match uh, between Viper, who is uh, NXT UK's Piper Niven, uh, Giselle Shaw, uh, a Canadian woman currently uh, living in the UK, uh, another NXT UK superstar, uh, Isla Dawn and the aforementioned Jody Threat, who was at the previous night's Fight Club Pro Show. Uh, apparently, this is a very good fast opener uh, in which Viper uh, ended up coming out victorious. Uh, next up, saw uh, Iger, who is like, hmm, if you've never seen her before, she's like, if you've seen the film The Grudge 
or uh, I don't know some some The Ring Japanese films like that. Uh, she's basically like a ghost type character, and uh, she took on May uh, Session Moth Martina, who uh, came out apparently to the Ghostbusters theme tune, uh, carrying a vacuum cleaner. Uh, this match was basically a lot of comedy stick. Um, Martina playing like a Scooby-Doo runaway type uh, face. And uh, in the end, Iger coming out uh, victorious. Uh, next up, a no-DQ match between uh, Das uh, Chisako, who took on another NXT UK superstar, Kaylee Ray. Uh, apparently, for a no-DQ match involving a, an NXT UK uh Superstar. This was pretty violent. Uh, lots of chairs, uh, lots of ladders, lots of tables. Uh, some pretty interesting, pretty wild bumps. Uh, Dash coming out victorious over Kaylee Ray. Uh, next up, Valkyrie. Uh, she is an Irish wrestler, predominantly over in OTT in Ireland. Uh, she was due to take on Killer Kelly from a WXW and NXT UK fame. Oh, unfortunately, Killer Kelly was injured, uh, so we needed somebody to uh, fill the gap, so to speak. And uh, Schadenfreude's Chris Brooks uh, stepped into the breach. Uh, lots of shenanigans with his fellow Schadenfreude teammates trying to cost Valkyrie the win. But uh, it was to be in vain, as Valkyrie was the one who came out victorious. Uh, Sendai Girls Tag Team Championship match up next. Uh, partners the day before at Fight Club Pro. Enemies today at the Medusa Complex. The Tag Team Champions, Millie McKenzie and Charlie Evans taking on Chichiro, Hashimoto and you. Uh, a very physical match, what I've been told, uh, with the champions retaining uh, the main event of the Sendai Girl Show in Manchester saw Tony Storm, the NXT UK champion, take on Mako Satamora. Uh, I've heard various opinions of people that went to this match, most of them in glowing praise of it. Uh, I've heard a few say four star, a few say five star. Um, Tony Storm coming out on top against the legendary Mako Satamora, just like she did in the Mae Young Classic. Um, when you get a chance to see these two in the ring, do so, because uh, they're two of the best female workers currently on the planet for my money. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we've got numerous title changes in both title and progress. Speaking of progress, a very monumentous day in the history of that company. Keep it here, and we'll be right back. Yo, this is the independent David Starr, and you're listening to Tables, Athers, and Chairs. Yo, this is Haskins, and you're listening to Tables, Athers, and Chairs. What's up, guys? This is the aerial assassin, Will Ospreay, and you are listening to Tables, Athers, and Chairs. I'm Sammy Callahan, and you are listening to Tables, Athers, and Chairs on HTM Network. Welcome back, guys. Sunday, there was a doubleheader show. 
decisions needed to be made by myself and I opted to go to Tidal in Leeds, uh, a much smaller company in comparison to Progress Wrestling, but for me a much more local show, easier to get to and a lot easier on them pennies. Uh, Tidal, as I say, a small company in the north of England, uh, one of the best kept secrets in England for my money, a company that put on consistently great shows uh, with a lot of up-and-coming talent in the north of England. Um, I'm going to focus on the uh, main heel faction. Uh, They're called Crown of Thorns. Uh, A mixed day for that faction. Uh, Rio, their de facto leader, uh, beat HT Drake to become the title Open Champion. Uh, Will Cruz beat Joe Nelson... Uh, to become the title heavyweight champion. Uh, Joe Nelson only winning that title at the previous show, so uh, not a very long run there for Joe Nelson. And uh, the tag team titles, they were defended in a triple threat street fight. Uh, The champions, uh, Crown of Thorns members, Henry T. Grodd and B.A. Rose, uh, taking on the teams of the Lion Kings and Crash Boat. Uh, I said that this was a street fight, and it just, well, it was just that. Uh, They were literally fighting in the pouring rain of the streets of Leeds, throwing chairs, using kendo sticks. Uh, Somebody got suplexed up some metal stairs. Uh, They jumped off a Ford Transit van. Uh, It really was crazy stuff. Uh, When the action spilled back inside... Uh, the thumbtacks, the old drawing pins were brought out. Uh, somebody was power bombed in them, and he looked like an absolute human concussion. Uh, in the end, it was the uh, face team of Crash Boat coming out victorious. So uh, the Crown of Thorns gaining the Open Championship, gaining the Tidal World Championship, and it is a World Championship. Because uh, one of the previous defenders, Sugar Dunkerton, uh, took it with him on tour. He's defended it in America and Canada. So, yes, it is indeed a world title. I know a lot of companies say that they're a world title when they're not. But this has been uh, defended overseas. Uh, Unfortunately for Crown of Thorns, or fortunately for all of us, because they're a complete set of bastards, they lost the Tag Team Championship. So... Uh, Great fun as always down at Tidal. A really, really fun show to go to. It doesn't quite have the same production values that a Progress or a Rev Pro has, but that doesn't take away from the absolute batshit insanity that a lot of their shows have. Uh, Meanwhile, as that was going on, further down south in that there London, uh, it was Progress that uh, held their Chapter 94 show. Uh, I won't bore you with the full results, but uh, some serious uh, monumental news. We've got new tag team champions. Uh, the Grizzled Young Vets, uh, also the uh, NXT UK tag team champions, uh, defeated Aussie Open. Uh, Now, I wasn't in attendance, obviously, I was at Tidal, uh, but I heard from uh, a lot of friends that were in attendance, it looked like Aussie Open, at the end of the match, were bowing to the fans, they were waving to the fans, and this has led to a lot of speculation whether that was, in fact, their last appearance in progress. Uh, 
there's a lot of talk uh, they're going to be in Rev Pro's uh, tag team tournament, uh, which culminates at uh, New Japan's Royal Quest. And the winners of the tag team championships get a shot at the IWGP tag team champions. Could it be that Aussie Open are on their way to New Japan? I don't know if this is a case of a lot of fans getting two or two and coming up with five, but it makes a lot of sense as New Japan talent aren't allowed to work for progress. Uh, speaking of not working for progress anymore, uh, Eddie Dennis, who's uh, obviously NXT UK superstar, uh, was ring announcer for the day as a uh, normal ring announcer, Jim Smallman, was on holiday. Uh, Eddie Dennis, a very popular member of the uh, progress roster, been there from very early on, probably like chapter, I want to say chapter seven or eight. It was early on, it was very early in their history, certainly within their first year of their uh, existence. Uh, Towards the end of the show, Eddie Dennis uh, announced that he would have to uh, retire from wrestling in progress and any other uh, UK independent wrestling companies in order to prolong his NXT UK career. Uh, said it was a dream of his since he was five years old to work for the WWF, uh, as it was back then. And unfortunately, sacrifices have to be made. Uh, He's already had two very serious injuries. It'll be very, very sad to see Eddie Dennis leave progress. Uh, He was a very, very good uh, tag team wrestler, along with his tag team partner, Mark Andrews. He does actually, in fact, still have a number one contendership. Uh, He got injured before he managed to cash that in. That's obviously never going to happen now. From a selfish point of view, uh, it sucks because I love seeing Eddie wrestle. But um, again, Eddie's got to do what's right for him. If it means prolonging his WWE career by cutting down on indie events, then that's what he's got to do. He's got to do what's best for him. Uh, Flash Morgan Webster had to do a similar thing a little while ago. He stepped away from independent wrestling uh, in order to prolong his uh, NXT UK career. And uh, goes without saying, I wish both of them guys well, but uh, it doesn't stop the conspiracy theory, should we say. It doesn't stop the second-guessing, the... I don't know what the right word I'm looking for here, guys. The... um, Suspicions of some NX, uh, of some progress fans, rather, that uh, NXT UK seems to be calling the shots. If you look at uh, progress wrestling at the minute, progress's champion is Walter, who also happens to be the NXT UK champion. Uh, the Grizzled Young Vets, they're now the uh, progress and NXT UK tag team champions. You've got people that are stepping away with progress to focus mainly on their NXT UK career. Uh, that started with Pete Gunn, uh, Pete Dunn with Tyler Bate. Looks like Eddie Dennis and Flash Morgan Webster are following suit. Of course, you, you can't have a go at these guys for doing so. Uh, at the end of the day, they owe us nothing. Wrestling's their profession. And uh, good luck to every single guy that is in NXT UK. 
they followed their dream, they've worked their asses off to get to this stage in their career, and they owe us nothing at all. Good luck to them. I, I hope that they do well in NXT UK, and I hope that they can get further up the ladder onto the main roster of WWE. But that doesn't detract from the fact that a lot of Progress fans are feeling slightly apathetic towards the company right now. Uh, there's no doubt that Progress are in a bit of a transitional period. Uh, they're losing top names left, right and centre. And uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see over the next few months uh, the direction that Progress goes in. Uh, they've got a natural progression series. That's a tournament for guys that haven't predominantly featured on Progress or are yet to make their debut on Progress yet. That's like an eight-man tournament and the winner gets a uh, heavyweight title shot of when they choose. Um, that's going to be interesting. I think that you're going to see a lot of people in that tournament get elevated, not necessarily just the winner. I think if they're smart, they're going to use a lot of them guys to try and fill the gaps that have been left by your likes of Pete Dunne, your Tyler Bates, your Eddie Dennis's and your uh, Flash Morgan Webster's. Um, it's an interesting time at the minute for progress. Uh, I think this is their first show that failed to uh, sell out. Back in the day when I started watching progress, you'd do well to get a ticket. I knew for a fact that there was still around... 10 tickets on sale day on the day of the show and that's very very unusual for progress uh i think it's a company that's not necessarily lost its way but certainly in a transitional period um i will still be going to their next show i enjoy going to progress and uh i'm interested to see a lot of the new talent step up fill them gaps and try and take the company in a new direction. It's kind of like, you know, your favourite sports team. If you're a... I'm going to go with football, which I know is a very poor analogy, seeing as the majority of you uh, are American. But uh, if you support a lower division club, you're going to lose your best players to a higher division club. It's just the way things go. Uh, players come and go. Players always come in, and it's up to them new players to step up their game and uh, to try and elevate the team. The team, in this case, being Progress Wrestling. Anyway, uh, that's about it for this week. Uh, be sure to subscribe to HTM Network. Uh, lots of great shows on here. You've got the Wrestle Popcast with Robin Nelson. You've got the uh, Turnbuckle Talk from your friends in the North, Big Joe and Carl. Uh, PW Hustle from the wrestling slums, and of course, who can forget, Jargo, RBV, with the uh, HTM Sport and HTM Wrestling. Uh, I've got no wrestling this week. I'm going to recharge the batteries. I'm going to go home. I'm going to go see my parents. I'm going to go to a football match. It's the first game of the season. I'm pumped uh, up until kickoff, and then we probably go one down within a minute. That's the way it usually goes for Blackpool. But uh, until then, thanks for listening. Uh, be sure to check out all the other shows on the HDM Network. If you want to get in touch with me, Twitter at Avers Chairs. Uh, the Facebook group, Tables, Avers and Chairs. Search it, you'll find it. Uh, be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel, Tables, Avers and Chairs. 
Uh, until then, have a great weekend, and I will catch you all next week. Ta-ra.